Midweek Muscle Podcast. Midweek. The Midweek Muscle Podcast starts now. Hey, good people. Happy Wednesday. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, or whenever you're choosing to listen to this cast. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the Midweek Muscle. Good. (laughs) That seems so cheesy. I have to work extra hard because my voice is extra gone. Y'all know how this goes. Um, So, yeah, that seemed pretty cool. Um, But I was doing too much just then. I get it. I know. Uh, But, hey, how y'all doing? Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Happy Wednesday. Happy middle of the week. How y'all doing out there? So I told y'all a couple weeks ago, I kind of wanted to get myself involved in talking a little bit about pop culture. So, surprise. Brum, 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 brum. (laughs) I am going to have a pop culture episode. So if you're new to the podcast, um, this is a a little anomaly compared to what we usually do on the show. Um, This week, I'll be talking about a little bit of pop culture and less about, you know, head and heart things. Uh, While some of these things may make your heart flutter, some of these things may make your head mad. I don't know, whatever, however you choose to rationalize it. Um, But I thought, like, let's give a break in the cycle for a little bit. Let's talk about, you know, not necessarily fun stuff, but stuff that we've observed or witnessed over the last couple of weeks. So, uh, yeah, so first of all, I just, this is our pop culture episode. Um, And I just, I'm excited to do this episode. Not that I know much because I don't get to watch TV much, but, you know, I'm going to try. Anyways, um, I would like to, like... First, start off with Nike. (sighs) Nike. Okay, y'all. Have y'all seen the new ad for Nike? Okay, sorry. It's celebrating women. So, spoiler alert. Um, The video is actually on my Instagram. Uh, I think it's on my Facebook page. But if not, I'll put it on the Facebook page. So, Instagram and Facebook pages. And it is an ode to all the hardworking women out there. And I just, oh, it just gives me chills. And it brings tears to my eyes every single time I watch it. And I don't know if it's because I can relate or because I, I'm totally in it. Like I feel all the words in the ad. It's just one minute, so it's not super long. Or if it's just simply because this is something in media and in advertising, it's a conglomerate of cultures it's like a mashup of everything culturally diverse and it gives me all the feels because I think for me personally in my opinion that advertisement was or is the sole principle for why it is so important for an organization to have diversity in all facets in all levels within the organization because it produces things like that. Um, and so because of that, it makes me just, you know, oh. Uh, so, yeah, if you haven't had a chance to check it out, check it out. Leave me a comment. Leave me a post because I really want to know what you guys think about it. Um, but as for me, again, it gives me all the feels. Um, so second part of the news, pop culture, is uh, <laughs> I want to take the time to apologize pay homage to everyone out there 
um, in celebration of Black History Month. It has been Black History Month all February, and not one word has like slipped from my lips out of the last three weeks. And so I feel some type of way. Uh, <laughs> uh, I just feel some type of way. Like, how could I not? How could I have a platform like this and not pay tribute to those who have paved the way to make this even a possible thing for me? Um, but I'm gonna just keep it all real. Our culture is kind of whack because when Black History Month comes around, the same four black people go in rotation. Dr. Martin Luther King, and they don't even give his full speeches, by the way. Rosa Parks, and they don't even give a picture of her in full. They give her a picture of her mugshot. <laughs> Frederick Douglass, again, mugshot. His hair was all over the place. <laughs> and like George Washington Carver or something like, okay, peanuts. Uh, uh, you know, I, like I could say so much more about these people, so please don't think I'm undermining them. Uh, but you know, we get the same four people in rotation and it's like, I would love to know about what people have done or Harriet Tubman even, I would love to know what people since them have done or people like in our current century or our current you know, the previous century have been doing all these years to sort of pioneer forward black history and, and, and the forward momentum of black people in general, not just history, but just in general. And so like, you know, who would have thought, you know, like hearing about people like this, uh, Robert Johnson, I don't know if you guys know him. Uh, and this was certainly a shocker to me, but he is an entrepreneur, a media magnet, uh, executive, philanthropist, investor. Uh, he's the founder of RLJ Companies. It's an investment firm and they make investments into several companies. Um, and he happens to be the co-founder of BET, Black Entertainment Television. Um, and he created BET because he felt that in the time he created it, um, sometime in the 80s, that there was a deficit in uh, relative content to black audiences. So he created this entertainment network to sort of give something uh, to the people that he felt was at a lack. Hence, BET was produced, birthed, and formed. Uh, unbeknownst to us, he sold BET to a company called Viacom, a big telecom uh, company, uh, in 2001 for $3 billion, making him the first black billionaire in U.S. American history. Fun fact, right? Um, or people like Shirley Chisholm. Uh, she was the first African-American to run for president. She was the first woman to run for the Democratic uh, nomination for a president. Uh, she was the first black woman to be elected to U.S. Congress in 1972. Uh, and because of her efforts in, in those facets, she was actually banned from TV uh, in the primary debates. Uh, she took legal action, of course, to to course correct or to to make things fair, make the playing grounds fair. But even then, she was still only given one speech uh, as a rebuttal or a as a response. Um, and so, you know, 
shout out at Jeff's Nation. I absolutely love listening to Jeff's three things on Tuesdays and Fridays, Tuesdays and Thursdays on the radio show. And I actually follow him on Instagram and Twitter. But at Jeff's Nation, uh, he like, you know, he gives so much good feedback and, and good things to look at when it comes to like the media, social issues, political issues, and, and, you know, just activism things, uh, that we should be aware of. So when I, when Shirley Chisholm was brought up, I'm like, uh, that's right. Like we don't talk enough about people who have push forward in these frontiers of not just entertainment, but like in political arenas and social arenas and activism arenas outside of the four most populous black history names we know. Right. And then President Barack Obama, like former President Barack Obama, sorry, uh, who was the first black president um, and who graduated from Harvard University uh, law school in 1991, magna cum laude with honors. Um, he was a civil rights attorney. He was an Illinois state senator and eventually became a U.S. senator and so on and so forth to becoming the, the president of the United States of America. And it's sort of interesting, right, because nobody is just accepted into Harvard. And certainly, certainly they're just not giving out magna cum laudes to anyone and they're most definitely not just graduating you because of your age, race, or demographic. Like Harvard, you have is a place where you have to earn it, uh, and it's sort of interesting how throughout uh, former President Barack Obama's entire presidency, I feel like I heard a lot of people along the line say something like this: "Friggin' Obama," just like that. One more time: "Friggin' Obama." And it's like, yeah, like you may not agree with him, but that doesn't make him dumb. I mean, for crying out loud, he graduated from Harvard. Not everybody graduates from Harvard, let alone can come close to it. So, you know, I just those are things that we need to hear, like growing up in the projects of Chicago to graduating from Harvard. Those are things we need to hear or like, you know, him forging through and still making a way like I love that. And and in the lieu of Black History Month, I salute Every black pioneer that's out there paving ways and making sounds and creating ways for people like me to be able to chase the things that I do. Um, and again, President Obama, uh, former President Obama has a lot of a laundry list of success record to squeeze into this little 15 minute show, let alone the 40 seconds to a minute that I gave him anyways. So I just... I just, I can't say enough about those three people, let alone everyone out there that's, that's paving the way. So I salute you, I pay tribute, and I continue to work for the cause. So again, happy Black History Month. Um, speaking of uh, presidents, uh, so pop culture, <laughs> uh, President Donald Trump. Uh, but wait, 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 before I get to president, oh, sorry sidebar did y'all see the oscars did y'all catch the oscars because again there were some really great presentations lady gaga bradley cooper um regina king my girl okay so that's like my i don't claim this but everyone else around me claim this like she's my doppelganger like i was literally stopped in a restaurant one time and i was with uh a coworker of mine, I was literally stopped in a restaurant one time and 
uh, my coworker was kind of st- standing off to the side and she is, and the woman comes up and says, oh my gosh, are you the woman that plays in daddy daycare? And I'm like, uh, no, she's like, no, you can be honest with me. Like I see your, I see your like producer or, or manager or whomever he is over to the side. And I'm like, no, really, it's not me. She's like, I thought you were going undercover. I'm like, no, ma'am. Like, it's really not me. That's really not me. And so she was really convinced that I was Regina King. And I was really trying to tell her that I was not. I mean, maybe I could have posed as her and signed a really cruddy signature and it would have made her day, but <laughs> who would I be to lie? So anyway, Regina King, she won an Oscar for a movie I haven't even seen yet. So I'm excited about that. Um, Black Panther, they were big winners. And then I got to get it, give it up to Spike Lee. I mean, Spike Lee and Samuel L. Jackson, that exchange was priceless. Like when Spike Lee won... Um, an Oscar for Black Klansman, which I did have the opportunity to see and thought it was a really good movie. I just thought that their exchange was an exemplary display of celebration, recognition, praise, and community. Like, man, I mean, just I'll have pictures on Instagram. Uh, But, oh, man, I love seeing that moment. Uh, and again, again, I like the movie, but I love the moment even more. Um, and so Spike Lee takes his Oscar and go proceeds to give a speech as they all do. And he says something along the lines of the 2020 election is right around the corner. Let's all mobilize. Let's be on the right side of history and make the moral choice between love and hate. Oh yeah. And do the right thing. Because, you know, you had to slide that in there. Um, and then this is where I get to President Trump um, and his clapbacks because they'd be so strong and so quick. Right. And it's not even that they're always valid. It's just that he just claps back. And so his clapback to that was. Be nice if Spike Lee could read <laughs> His notes are better yet not have to use notes at all when doing his racist hit on your president who has done more for African-Americans, criminal justice reform, uh, lowest unemployment rates, tax cuts, etc. than almost every other president with an exclamation point. Uh, right. I mean, can he talk about more than just the Oscars or some speech on the Oscars? Because really, when we think about it, that's all it was. Can we like, can he like talk about or address the fact that like there was a white nationalist on the Coast Guard? He was a Coast Guard lieutenant who went on record saying, I am dreaming of a way to kill almost every person on earth and was busted with an immense amount of guns and drugs and clean urine to pass urine tests. But, you know, again, the priorities were to target Spike Lee. Oh, you know, and I feel like he probably targeted Spike Lee simply because he knew we'd be talking about it. 
you know, when you're talking about it, you increase reviews and you increase hits and you increase likes and you increase attention. So who knows? But anyways, I just, I feel some type of way about that. Um, but speaking of talking, y'all, we hear my words when I say this. <clears throat> we have got to stop supporting the talk of the Kardashians and the Jenners. I mean, it is a mess that we fuel on a weekly basis. And I only gave it 10 seconds and I feel less intelligent for giving it that 10 seconds. But again, I guess that's the point. Ugh, damn it, they won. <laughs> Can y'all tell I'm having a good time with this show? Anyways, good people. If you're joining me for the first time, again, this is an atypical episode. I just wanted to have fun and talk about pop culture for a little bit. Um, it was fun to make, but of course, it's a little out of my wheelhouse because I don't get a chance to keep up with current events, in particular entertainment, uh, because I don't watch TV. But I do keep up with the news because I do feel like that's a little important. Um, but so I have fun. And I hope you guys had a little kick out of this week's episode too. As a matter of fact, I'm I'm kind of doing it this way because I'm prepping for our very first interview of 2019. Yay! Um, I have a very special guest that has decided to join me on the Midweek Muscle. And super, super, super excited for you guys to join in on our conversation. Um, but... Uh, I can't wait for you guys to meet him. And so in order for me to prepare for that, it's kind of like I have to use less brain power on top of the brain power I'm already using uh, to produce, you know, an intense show. It'll give you something light, give you something a little fun. Uh, but again, I wouldn't do what I do because, you know, I would do it anyways because it's what I enjoy to do. But I love you guys and I love everything that you have for me out there. And I love ultimately what you do. Um, so again, if you're hearing me for the first time, give me another chance, um, and, uh, take a listen to one of my previous casts or continue to listen in. And of course, if this didn't bring a smile to your face, I don't know it will. Uh, but also I just want to make sure that you guys understand that at the root of what we do is to empower and to encourage, uh, for peaceful and positive change. So ultimately my goal every single week, week after week, time after time is to make sure that you know that you are supported, you are empowered, and you are encouraged to go out there and have the best week yet. So for all of that, I say this next time next week, we will meet each other. And until then, let's make it a great week. And as always, let's go.